Welcome to News to Newton, the podcast that tells aspiring graduates everything they need to know about starting a career in consulting with Newton. In today's episode, we look at all the things that make up the Newton experience, from the people and projects to the impact you can make from the day you join. My name is Cory, and I'm here today with Tom, Imogen and Caitlin. Over to you guys to introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Caitlin. I've been a consultant at Newton for just under a year now. Hi, my name's Tom. Um, I was actually one of the guys who founded the business back um, 18 years ago um, and uh, seen all of the, uh, the changes that have gone through the business. Hi, I'm Imogen. Um, I've also been similar to Caitlin at Newton for almost a year now. Amazing. So, Tom, first things first, tell me, why did you set Newton up? Um, well, I think yeah, the three of us had experience in the consulting world before. Um, and there was, a, there was a whole bunch of frustrations what you see out there. You know, there's, there's endless reports sitting on shelves gathering dust that, that consultants have, have, have created, but very little action, very little real change. And we knew from our experience that it's possible to make big changes very quickly and with, you know, with, with the organisation and all of the sort of the excitement that comes with that. And it was really, you know, we thought we could do it better. And so that's why we, we started with Newton. So looking ahead then to the next few years, what's the vision moving forward for Newton? Well, if you look at the journey we've been on, um, which is really you know, doing more and more impactful work with bigger and bigger names, creating really important changes, both in society and industry, um, it's continuing that in that trajectory. So, you know, some of the big, the big projects which are really sort of, really on, you know, on, on the front page of newspapers beginning to be, um, it's continued to do that. Um, and I think there's a sort of building that pride within Newton of the things we can impact and make better and always focusing on real change. So how do things really get better? And you don't have to look very far around the country or the globe to think there's so much more that can be improved. So we're not going to run out of things to do. Over to you guys, Imogen, Caitlin, if you cast your minds back, what was your first impression of Newton? Incredibly engaging people, so friendly, so energetic, and just people who just want to talk to you and find out about you, I think is, was what was really cool for me. They're so excited to tell you what they're doing um, and, and find out what you're doing too, which is really cool, just friendly people. Is, and that's exactly the feeling that I've had over the last year as well since joining Newton myself too. Was it quite a similar story for you on your campus? Yeah, similar. So I found out about Newton sort of by accident. I went to a careers fair at Bristol and a friend of mine wanted to go along and she sort of had in her sights who she wanted to speak to, what she wanted to look at, sort of questions she wanted to ask. And I'd just come back from my year abroad um, working and thought, okay, maybe I should start to think about what I want to do next. And then I was just browsing the stands, walking, looking at the pictures, the brochures, and I saw the Newton stand and was just kind of browsing, and um, the girl on the stand just walked up to me and started chatting, and we just had a one-on-one conversation for quite a while about the work that Newton does uh, in the um, defence sector, in the retail sector, also in healthcare. I think, as Tom said, I think healthcare was one of the ones that I really was interested in, where I'm actually working now, where you can make a real impact on people uh, and you work on the front line. So what attracted me was how she saw it as you are really working one-on-one with clients. You're not sat behind the desk doing reports. You actually get to be out there on the shop floor in the hospital day-to-day. So 
Now that you are working at Newton, would you say that it's matched up with the expectations that you had? I think to a certain extent, definitely. But then also, on the other side, I think it's gone a bit further. So I was a bit shocked as to how much from day one you are just thrown into the deep end and they're like, go on, go off, just talk to all these people. One of the first projects I did was looking at equipment service providers and understanding all their operations, their finances, looking at their balance sheets, certain elements of procurement. And this was within a few weeks of starting. And I was like, really? But it was such a great experience. And they really challenge you and give you the right support and push you. Um, so it's, yeah, it's gone a bit more in terms of how, the, how I saw it in, in terms of development. I think it really pushes you beyond that. Mm, so tell me how you're feeling that first few weeks when you feel completely thrown in at the deep end. Um, <laughs> I went through waves of emotions, <laughs> um, excited, but then also a little bit scared. Um, but fortunately, I, some of the people I met, even on the client team, I got to work side by side with. They were just great. And I remember one of my first moments, I was working uh, this equipment service provider, and it was a, a company that did sort of more intense and more difficult types of equipment so ceiling track hoists through ceiling lifts stair lifts that sort of thing for elderly people and I was having a really kind of serious conversation with this lady about the work of the business and she's like no go on just get on the stair lift just go up go round <laughs> and I was sat on the stair lift for 15 minutes because it was so slow and it was just the contrast of different interactions that you have with people in terms of you build personal relationships from little moments you don't expect and then you also get to do really exciting things at the same time. And do you think that that's quite a different experience that you've had with Newton than you would have at other consultancies? Have you spoken to friends about how their graduate jobs are going and you've heard different stories? Absolutely. Like, day one, there is so much autonomy. You own your own work stream. Like, you deliver it, you create it. it it's yours and that's what's fantastic. There's so much support around you to help guide you and sort of push you in the right direction and challenge you to make sure that you're happy you're doing the right thing. But it's yours. Your work is yours. And that's really, really cool. Really, really scary at times <laughs> um, and challenging. And I just can't imagine that I would have made any of the development I have in the time that I've been here had I not had that. I mean, I first arrived on site as well and probably felt similar to Imogen. I think I was told we've had an idea. We think we want to do this. What do you think we should do? And I was, and that was, that was my first day. Um, wow. That was really cool. And, but to have a team around you who are experienced, some much further ahead of you in their careers, some just a little bit, but to have so many people around you that are like, not only doing their own work streams, but care about yours too, um, which is really, really fun. Like, yeah. Did you ever have a moment there at the start when you thought, I cannot do this. And if so, how did you overcome that? Was it having the team around you that really helped? I think I probably feel like that on a weekly basis. <laughs> I think we probably all do. Um, yeah. I think it probably is one of the things that keeps me coming back to the job. The feeling you have when you overcome being scared and challenged and not sure how you're going to do things is, I think, one of the best feelings. To have yeah, a team around you that push you, challenge you, encourage you to move forward when you're not sure and you can do the same for them is really 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 cool I think it's nice to have when you're sort of on client site there's so many days that are entirely client facing you're always interacting with them we're like really embedded in the team 
but also to be able to take a step back and just be a Newton team and feel that that's a really safe environment where you're not having to put on a front. You're not there as the as consultants sort of coming up with some ideas, encouraging everyone to move forward. You're allowed to have a safe space to be within your team to say, you know what, I'm not sure and I need a bit of guidance. Um, which I think that's that's one of the best parts of our jobs as well. Um, there's so much emphasis placed on like workshopping ideas um, together, making sure you come up with the best solutions and knowing that Sometimes it's not always the right one first time round, but iterating those and making sure you do come up with the best, the best and the right thing for the client is, is really cool. You both mentioned how you were really surprised at the responsibility that you were given so early on and that you got to make a real impact on clients. Talk me through the kind of projects that you first sunk your teeth into and how that felt to be given so much responsibility when you were quite early on in your journey at Newton. So I've worked predominantly in health and social care and some of the first work that I did was working with teams of social workers across a county. So look at the ways in which decisions are made about people's care pathways and bringing them together more as teams, particularly in times where they are very stressed and they've got lots of work going on. It's how can we come together as a team and have that clarity and that discussion so that we deliver the right outcomes for people. It's both working... um, with those social care teams, but also helping them to interact more with the system, um, not actually the system, but other teams and other areas. And I'd never tell a social worker how to do their job or because I'm not a trained social worker, but it's being that sort of giving them advice on kind of problem solving or the logical challenges that they would come across day to day that could help things um, be a bit smoother or easier for them. Uh, for me, my first project was working for a large clothing and home retailer, high street retailer in the UK, and we were tasked with making sure that all of the clothes were in the right shops at the right time, there was the right volume of them, and they were all in the right size. Um, one of the issues that we'd seen was that stores get flooded with clothes, and then they sell out, and then there's demand in one store where it's completely sold out, and there's loads of clothes stuck in another store where no one wants to buy them. So we were trying to figure out how we could balance that properly, hold some of the clothes back in distribution centres and only send them when they needed to be there. There was so many different work streams that were being balanced in terms of like demand forecasting, um, actual what stock we were buying, all that kind of stuff. My specific part of that project was to check that if we did have slightly less clothes in a store and only sent them when we definitely needed them rather than filling everything in the shop at the beginning of the season, to check it looked fine. Were customers happy with there being slightly less Um, how did the store look? Did it look better because there were slightly less or did it look bare and just check what kind of uh, things we would need in the store to make sure that it would still look fine. So I think we were working in head office as well as with stores um, and checking that the distribution channels were right. Um, And it was a really interesting project with so many different stakeholders. It was the one that I, I had sort of spoken about earlier in terms of we've got an idea, we think we want to check that there's, the stores are going to look fine. Um, What should we do? So It was really cool. We picked three stores, um, one medium, one large and one small, and it was really cool. It sounds super impressive. I'm thinking if I was working on a project like that, I would have no idea where to start. What kind of skills do you need to bring to that kind of project to get underway with it? The first one I think that, that comes to mind is, especially as a new starter when you arrive on site, is probably humility and modesty when you're oh, new. Interesting you have no idea what's going on. Like, and I could have just ploughed into what I thought was right. Um, and probably at times maybe I did. But I think one of the best things you can do is actually take a step back, recognise that the team around you have probably been there for a year or months at least. Um, 
have got to know the client, know the business. And actually the best thing to do is just spend a good few days probably just having conversations with everyone around you to really understand what's already happened, what's going on, how the organisation works and what they feel would be best to do. I think that's probably one of the best things is recognising that you can't do something by yourself. But when you've got the collective team around you and the knowledge and feeling of what's right within the team, that's absolutely the best way to, to carry on. So, Tom, I've been told about this thing called the contingent fee model. Explain that to me. What does that mean? Well, this goes back to when we started. So when you look at other consultancies, you know, lots, writing lots of reports, but actually, if people are confident they're going to make a real impact, they'll you know, want to only put their fees on the line, i.e., if we win, we win together. So everything about Newton is about, is about alignment. So alignment with us and our clients, alignment with all the people within Newton working together to, to, to sort of you know, grow and build Newton. So the contingent model works effectively. We guarantee the results of the work we do. So if we save nothing, we get paid nothing. Wow. Um, uh, and, the, and the key thing of that is, is there's a couple of things. One is about the actual alignment with the client. So we're in it together. We can't do it without the client. The client can't do it without us. So if we can work together in the right, right way, then we can deliver a large saving. And whether it's £100 million pounds or £10 million, pounds, you know, it's, a large, it's a large number. So that's one thing. Another bit of the contingency model, which is really important, is that what actually leads the culture of Newton. So everybody in Newton, you know, we're all completely focused on delivering a result. You know, we're not here to deliver a new computer system or a new way of working. We're here to deliver a result. We're here to deliver less people in residential care or you know, you know, more clothes on the peg um, at, a, at a retailer. What we know from experience is we'll have a plan, we'll come together, we'll analyse all the data and we'll have a plan and we'll put that plan in place. If you execute that plan, it will not work. Plans never work. But what they do is they start you in the right direction. And all the time you have to keep changing that plan um, because there's one truism which is are there more clothes on the peg? And if there aren't the right clothes on the peg, it doesn't matter what you're doing, it's the wrong thing. So you keep changing, you keep looking at data, you start coming together with your team to change that happens. So it actually has a huge impact on our culture, is that everybody is, in, is very focused on what do we have to do to achieve the result, not what do we have to do to make the plan work. Is it a risky strategy or is it a brilliant one, would you say? Both. I mean, I think... I think there is a risk there. So you know, on, the, on, the, on a number of occasions, or quite a number of occasions, we've had projects that you know, we, we think they're going to finish after a thousand you know, person days into them, but we're not there, so we have to continue. And that's part of the risk, but also it's part of you know, it's our promise to the, to, the, to the client is that we're with you until we've achieved what we say we're going to be with you. So, so a number of the projects overrun, on very rare occasion, we struggle to get to where we think we are, but it's only been two out of a thousand projects that we've sort of had that had that problem. So there is a risk there, but also it's just the right thing to do. You know, why? You know, if 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 a builder comes and, and builds your house, you know, you, you don't pay necessarily for the hours. You say, well, I want my house. If I don't and get if my you didn't house, get the house you'd be why should I pay you? 
But yeah, um, you know, if you look at the, if you look at the sort of all of the stories that we hear about consulting, and I think everyone hears about consulting, then you can see how often it's set up in a way where what's good for the client is different from the consultancy. And when you have that, then you get then you get a rift growing, and you don't get a good you don't get a good outcome. And how did you guys feel about it? Was that something you were aware of before joining? Did you feel that that made Newton different to other people? I'm not sure it was something I was aware of before joining. I think it probably, in retrospect, comes across as that's why everyone is so engaged with the work that they do. For me on site now, I think the overwhelming feeling is of satisfaction, knowing that we've said we've come here to do something and I will be here embedded in this client team until we can do it. That's really cool to know that you're just going to be there till the end and we're going to make sure we're going to deliver what we promised. Looking at then the advice that you would give to someone who's thinking of joining Newton, what would you say as an elevator pitch, for example, of why someone should join and get involved? I think if, if you want to feel challenged every day in your job in what you can become yourself and what you can develop into, as well as what you can give to other people and the impact you can have on a client, both individually in the work that you do and like as a team, and that excites you, then Newton is 100% for you. Yeah, if you want to look back in six months' time and say, I've learned so much, and even from the conversations you have with people, someone new that's come on site, and you say, you're talking about your project or the work you're doing, is it that moment that you realise that you've learned so much? And if you want to try different things and learn a variety of new skills and work with people from top execs to frontline workers, and actually day-to-day be excited about the work you do and be challenged, it's definitely apply. Tom, how about you? What would be your elevator pitch to someone who's considering Newton? Um, I would say that you know what was Newton founded on was sort of fun friendships and you know and uh, and delivering results. So and and that's still there. So you know that those values are still very strong there. So there's you know we do as a business you know pride ourselves in enjoying what we do. We enjoy what we do outside work as well so whether it's review days or going away skiing there's a lot of that side of things um and that's that's not all just completely sort of inward looking that's actually really important for the way we work we've heard about the teamwork well you only really operate a good team when you're with people that you like and trust and you know spend time with so so that's a really strong part of it and actually the development they get people are thrown in but in a supportive way hopefully yeah, it, and it's not easy. It's hard. It's challenging. You know, everyone's is always, you know, challenges. Can you overcome them? You help to overcome them. But if you can keep up with the pace, there is no better place to develop. But it, yeah, there's a challenge there. You're both nodding along. <laughs> Would you echo that that you've, you're thrown in, but it's in a supportive way? Yeah, definitely. And I think you also. Tom's right in saying there's a pace. There's a certain pace that we work at, and I think our clients feel it too. But I think they. They get excited by that when they work with us. They know that when we're coming or what they've heard about us, that we work at this fast pace and we work side by side with them, but we show them results continually as we're going through. And it is, it's part of the fun, I think. I think working at fast pace, but and with a team backing you is it just the weeks fly by, the days fly by, and before you know it, you've been here a year. <laughs> I think one of the things that's really important is the energy. Yeah, the energy in Newton, because what we do is we help energize the clients. 
And so one of the other things I think is to sort of the elevator pitches. We have to have that energy within Newton, and you and you and you and you almost feed off of other people with excitement. What's going on? You get to the weekend. That has to be away from work. You know, so there isn't. You know, you get home on a Friday and there's no work all weekend, and that's really important. Again, not because it's you know it's 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 a nice to have. It's actually fundamental so that when you go back to work on Monday, batteries are recharged. You're excited. You're going for it again. Um, you know, for a big uh, a big week ahead. That's really different to a lot of other places that people could work at as well, where work does start to seep into the evenings and weekends. Do you both feel that difference where you are turning up more refreshed for work on a Monday? Definitely. I always turn my turn my laptop off on a Friday afternoon and then it doesn't get opened again until I get on the train on a Monday morning, um, which is great. You, you get the Friday feeling, you feel that you've really earned your weekend and then... Like Tom said, you're ready to go again on Monday and you see people at the station and off you go. Amazing. So you never check emails over the weekend? No. In no. fact, I think you get a bit slammed if you send emails on the weekend. Yeah. Wow. yeah. If an email arrives into your inbox at one minute past six on a Friday, it always starts with an apology. Like, I'm so sorry, I didn't get that out at 5.59, like yeah. every time. Wow. Or even a phone call. Yeah, nothing. Um, why are you calling me at 20 past six? <laughs> and they're like, so, so sorry. <laughs> I think probably one of the things that Tom said as well, like about the Newton being founded on fun and friendship when we talk about weekends being absolute weekends they they 100% are but there's always the option for Newton weekends away so we have sort of weekends that are organized I think four five six times a year um, where they're organized for a weekend away for all colleagues and partners to go and experience something new so Tom mentioned the skiing Imogen and I were on a yoga retreat two weeks ago um, that we all go on as colleagues and friends um, which feels a bit strange, but it's really, really fun. Um, and that happens quite often. So talk me through that and some of the other things that you might do on a weekend away with Newton. What other things have there been, like sailing? Surfing, climbing, sailing. Yeah, there's, there's an end surprise, which is where you just turn up at the airport with some luggage and you don't know where you're going. You so, have no idea at yeah, all? No, so you just turn up and you, you might know, go to Rome and then you have a sort of weekend in Rome, all sorts of surprises. It was a, uh, we had a lot of battlefield ones where we got off to you know, World War I battlefields. Um, it's really driven by who wants to organise an exciting trip and then, and then we vote on them every year and we'd vote for six of them and those six get carried through. Are you told what to pack? On the Enterprise one? Yeah. <laughs> Slightly. (laughs) Don't bring your scuba diving kit. (laughs) So, Tom, you mentioned review days then. What is a review day? So a review day happens every two weeks. um, And and the business comes together for a Thursday night where we get together and we sort of um, have a a good social event. Um, And then on the Friday, we spend the time... First of all, looking a bit at the sort of where the business is, we spend most of our time reviewing the projects and the work that we're currently doing and finding ways to work on them and improve them. So that at the end of the end of the day, you know, we're all feeling that um, the projects all go are in a better shape, and actually us as a team, you know, the team's in a better shape. Why is it so important to you to organise those review days and and have that be a time where? everyone in the Newton team can come together? I think, there's, I think there's two things. There's one which is, in those sessions I was talking about, I'd say one in 10 of those fundamentally change the direction of a project. So it'll, it'll help make that project 
you know, there'll be somebody in the room who's done something similar before, or a number of people who can just help it in a way that it wasn't going. Probably half of them, it makes significant, significant progress. Um, and then, you know, the other half, it helps, but it doesn't, it's not a fundamental change in direction. So it becomes really, really important for our client work that fundamentally changes that. And it's really, really important for our culture because it's the time when we reinforce the way, you know, we've heard about how the teams work, where we, we reinforce that, the way we all work together. Um, and also, we're all on site, all around the country. Um, you know, there's got to be a, that sense of belonging that come, comes together. Now, it sounds like there's a bit of play and a bit of work at these review days. Being honest, which do you guys look forward to the most? <laughs> That's an easy question, isn't it? <laughs> I think the part that I look forward to the most, which comes up in both, is the coming together that yeah. you mentioned yeah. that we do on both parts. There's obviously a, a really fun evening the, the night before the review day or review nights, and there's always a fun activity, and yeah. you get to see your friends that you might have worked on on a previous project, and you haven't seen them for a while, and you get to catch up. And the same the next day, but then it's more work-focused. Yeah. And Yeah, for me, I think the, 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 almost the best bit is at the, start of the, at the start of the day, there's something called single slides. So about a third of the company will have a single slide. They've got a minute to go through what they've done in their work life, what they've done in their personal life, which is, I think, a combination of those two things because you, you, you get a good view of what's happening in the business, but you also get a, a, a fantastic view of the, the amazing things that people in Newton are doing, you know, whether it's you know, running from Marathon to Sable or going and sort of to a yoga retreat or going and spending time in the Outer Hebrides or whatever it is. It's just inspirational. So quick fire round then, going around the table, we'll go left to right. In a few words, fill in the blank for me. Newton is never not. Uh, Newton is never not impactful. I love that one. Newton is never not exciting. Newton is never not pushing you. Thank you so much, everyone, for taking the time today and explain to me a bit more about Newton. It's been so fab to speak to you. Thank you very much. Thank you.